Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show presented by Roy Inch and Sons Heating, Air Conditioning and Plumbing, a service experts company, eight-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, seven-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London, three-time winner of the Best of Home Stars, and a two-time winner of the Top Choice Award. We thank you very much for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you some information on your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. Most important, those phone lines are open at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255 for any of your questions on fall winter. No. And, no, uh, yeah, no, yeah. no. It's not sprinter, it's fall, it's winter, inter. There's no wind, sign of winter whatsoever. We're just coming, it's, if you're going to say anything, it's, it's, <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. It's summer and wind and fall combined. Well, when I said fall, inter, Steve went, oh yeah, right. I said, well, let me check on the Urban Dictionary to see if that's even there. And oh, lo and behold, that is there. It's been there since 2009. But we're not even in fall yet. I think so. I, I almost had to I'm grab sure a coat. You do. You know, I'm that's sure fall. you do think so, yes, so. because you had some leaf on a tree turn a different <laughs> color. A true. leaf, <laughs> a single leaf. No, we spent, what, 20 minutes before the show trying to figure out what this tree is out here. The out one that you have in your house, because you were sure it was an ash tree, and I said, no, it's not. Yeah. And, and it, what is it? It's a honeysuckle locust tree. It's a locust tree. Yes. I call it the little leaf yellow tree because it drops these little yellow leaves everywhere and the heart, you can't you rake can't them rake up. rake them. That's right. You got to so, suck them up. So it becomes, but anyway, so, and it's turning and it's normally one of the first ones that turn. In the fall. Right. But my lawn is covered with maple uh, leaves. Well, that could just be because... There's something wrong with your maple tree. <laughs> no, it's because fall's here and it's dropping its leaves already. Okay. So I don't know what you're Snow talking Snow tires next. Get them on. Just get them booked. Get a schedule. Do you, do you and some tire store have some sort of deal going on? And because... for tire, tire and service. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah. But no, we, I, I, have you booked your tires? I have. That's I, nice. I booked mine a week ago. You don't let me have winter tires on my vehicle. Well, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> should, should oh, I go, let's just move I on, on from oh, that. Oh, no, let's <laughs> not. Let's talk about it, shall we? Yeah. We'll just move on from that. Well, you guys are supposed to be, I have a little device that controls your braking and speeding and all that. It doesn't that. control, it just reports. You don't control my braking. Uh, obviously, because you do too many hard braking. Not too many. One a day. One a day, yep. So that's called, in. what do you call that? Inattention driving. And uh, and we all know, and you can attest to this, that if we put that little device in your car, it'd be going off a whole lot more than it goes off in mine. I don't know. I'm I've, I'm a change driver. Oh, you are not a change <laughs> driver. I am. I have. I have changed my driving habits from when I was but a younger. you're 16? Yeah. I, yeah, of course you have. When yeah. I was younger, I couldn't afford to keep driving with the tickets. No. Nor, nor the cars that you went through. Yeah. Oh, we don't want to talk about cards that we went through. If ever, if our listeners don't know, Steve and I have been best friends for what, grade three? Easy on the best, would you just? (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, we've grown up with each other. You know, all the things I did bad in my life, my mom contributed to Steve. Yes. Yeah, I take the heat for it. Yes. I didn't do it, Joyce. (laughs) So... 
Anyways, we had a lot of fun back in the St. Thomas, White Street, Wellington Street days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rode our little bikes and stuff. And yeah. We have a lot of stories. We can't tell those stories on the air, but one day we'll have a, like, what do you call that? A little party where all the listeners can come and everybody can, uh, what are you doing? You're looking at your watch. Oh, somebody's, somebody's texting in. Oh, Richard. Richard. Good morning, Richard. Glad you're listening. Richard always listens. Um, so by while you're looking that up, beautiful game last night. Matt, Matt can, <laughs> Matt's looking a little tired. I think, uh, you know, but uh, London Knights, four to three over the Erie Otters. Nice. Overtime shootout. Nice. Couldn't have been better. And and the extra shootout, you know, like they went through the regular and then they had to go to extra players. Now, I, I know you're hoping that maybe Mitch would come back and play, but he oh, signed yeah. He signed yesterday, so that's a done deal. Well, okay. I, I notice you look a little better I'm, today. I'm you're very, well am, rested. I'm you happier. Know, you're, you've, you've got the hotel room booked and, uh, you know, for the parade, for the for You know, it's, got, it's a whole lot closer than it was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I I don't get up and down like that with my flames. You, know, you just, just stay you stay down. It's I, fine. I, I <laughs> okay. Just, I just stay even. You know, we'll wait till the playoffs come, wait till the first round's over, and then we start the red oh, is mile. That right? Ooh, you know, I can hardly point. wait. Ooh, yeah. 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 Uh, well, you know, there's I think there's somebody that needs to see me in Calgary when the playoffs are on. So. But some is there a curling event going on but or something? We'll make sure there is. Because the Flames hockey, sir, it's flaming out. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> um, you need to talk about curling, don't you? The 2020 Continental Cup of Curling. Yeah. Presented by? Royce and Sons Heating and Air Conditioning Service Experts and Company. plumbing. You forgot plumbing. If you, left, you left Dan and Greg and Ryan out there. Sorry, Dan. Greg, Ryan. But then it's at uh, January 9th to the 12th at Western Fair District at the arena. Yep. Things are moving along really well. Good. Uh, if you ever wanted to be a driver for one of those events, there's still some openings on the transportation. I don't qualify. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd see that say, no, you don't want that guy. No, driving. no, not him. No. Uh, no. But anyway, there's some driver's openings there. But other than that, things are pretty well full up. Tickets are going well. Uh, we'd like to st- uh, thank Start.ca for coming on board on uh, our stage. Awesome. And as well as a force sheet, which will have a lot of community involvement Is it going to be green? going to be a green sheet? I hope it is. I, that was my recommendation with, from hog to hog, make start, it green. The big Start logo yep. down there. That'd That's be kind of cool. Uh, yeah. It would be. So uh, we'll see what they they do. And the, and we're going to be talking to them about my famous noisemakers for the Continental. Oh, all right. Okay. So we're going to have, uh, it's not going to be a quiet place. If you want to go and just sit quietly, that this isn't the place to Speaking be. Speaking of curling, just for to put a shout out to all the clubs, the local clubs in the area, which is uh, St. Thomas, London Curling Club, Highland, and Ilderton. Uh, there'll, be, there'll be registration coming up very soon. So if you're interested in maybe trying out the sport, you should... Find yourself one of those curling clubs that we mentioned and, and uh, check it out because they'll all have evenings that they'll instruct new curlers. You know what? I feel sorry for them all the time. They have yard signs that they give to the members to put on their yards. And they don't put them out. No, they do. But then there's an election. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they just kind of get lost. Lost in all no, the signs. Yeah. Yeah. So London Curling Club I know has them. St. Thomas does. So yeah. if you see them, drop out to the club. I will be out there. Um, or one of the vice chairs of the Continental Cup will be at each open house. 
So nice. that we'll be there. If you got questions about the Continental Cup there, we can answer them. Perfect. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, remember those phone lines are open. So give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, Steve, I will... That's right. I got to pick the music this week. Right. Yes. So I'll let you uh, introduce your songs and what the theme is. I, I couldn't figure it out. To, so. Did you? Yeah, you couldn't figure it out. They're just, they're one word songs that I've selected, which are more classical hits from uh, my, just music that I really like. So that is Rob Thomas and Carlos Santana, and it's smooth. Not smooth operator. Not smooth operator. No, that's a, no, no, Peter. No, just smooth. And the next song I have never heard Which of. Which really kind of floors me, but anyway. Yeah, yeah I had a, even, we played it and I went, no. I've never heard that. Never. Well, really, that's interesting. It's yeah. one of, I like it too, but you'll, you'll hear it. Now, I also want to make a point. Oh, this will be good. Last week on this show, I called Straight Set Win, U.S. Open over Serena Williams. Did it happen? It happened, yes. Yes. So called it on the radio before they even hit the court. Okay. And sat there and watched it and went, yeah, told you. <laughs> Who did you tell that to? I told that to Tundra? all our listeners. No, well, Tundra. <laughs> yeah, Tundra turned, walked away, went and grabbed a paper roll out of the garbage and chewed it up. And chewed it up. So Tundra's not in the good books this morning. <laughs> she had an accident. Uh, well, you That's know, she's a good. puppy. It's going to happen, yeah. right? Well. Not on the new hardwood floors. So we had a little talking to before I left. Oh, did you? So, did she understand? Uh, yeah, she put her head down and ran to the door. So wanted to get out of there. <laughs> Didn't happen, though. Anyways, now now that I'm in a bad mood because of that, thanks, Steve, for bringing that up. It's your dog. I got a question <laughs> for you. You know what? I'm missing a whole bunch of questions here, Steve. Boy, what did what, what you do with your sheet? I don't know. Wow. Well, then you you better plug those phone lines and get people to call in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please do. We need some help here. When should I have winter winterized or fall inter? Oh my goodness! My outside tap. So when, when should I winterize my outside tap? I don't know when winter comes. I <laughs> well, you got to do it before winter. That's and, right. So anyway, just it as it gets colder in the evenings, just make sure you maybe un, unattach the hose from your outside hydrant because um, that's the that's the big culprit. If if you leave your hose attached and it, it freezes, then that's going to cause your problem. So if it's not attached, it can uh, it can take a little bit of of sub zero temperatures, but um, when the when the hose is on it. It's just, it's going to cause you a problem. So you may want to get in the habit of doing that as the temperatures start to drop at night. But eventually, once, if you're going to, if we're going to be hitting uh, temperatures, which are going to be below uh, zero degrees Celsius, then you're going to want to shut those hydrants off. Yeah. And I mean, anytime, once you get two or three nights where it's below freezing, that's, that's the time you, you have to start thinking one night and then the next night is plus four. It's or not plus, a problem. We're plus 15. But if it's minus three, minus four ever for three nights in a row, that's a sign that you need to shut the water off. You know, if you have anything in the garage that needs to be brought in. So it's not when those little yellow leaves happen on the tree then. I don't know, Steve. Look at it. They're <laughs> falling out. They're, I can see them dropping as we talk. They're dropping. 
Okay. Well, and um, and my front lawn is full of probably some bird walking along those leaves, <laughs> knocking them off. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No, it's they're the first tree to turn. I noticed okay. that. All right. I had them. I had a street where they had them all on it. Eberry Crescent. And E-berry the ginkgo Crescent. is the last tree to turn and fall. Yeah. Yes. And the worst tree to have is a chestnut. Because you get all those chestnuts falling all over. We used to and, collect those as kids, right? And throw them at each other with all the little spikes. No, I used to peel them first. Kevin Dakin's house. Is that right? Yeah, right down three houses down from where mom and dad's house were. Kevin Dakin's house had the two chestnut trees on the corner. Wow. We threw a lot of chestnuts. Okay. Or apricot tree. We threw apricots. Those, those were good to eat, though. Anyways, enough about trees today, Steve. We're not an arbor. We should have called CLC Tree Service to come in and talk about trees. Uh, what do I have to do to turn my air conditioner off and cover it for the winter? <laughs> you see a little pattern here? Uh, well, yes, I see your pattern. And, I, you know, just like, just like coming into the spring you know, you like to get to the colder temperatures in a hurry. Anyway, um, your air conditioner, the, um, you really need to switch that thing off. So you, you can turn it off, obviously, by the thermostat when you switch your, from cooling to heat. But you're also going to want to just go downstairs and, or the, to your hydro panel, your breaker panel. And you're going to want to find that fuse what, that controls that air conditioner outside and just turn that breaker off. So the reason you want to do that, there's a capacitor in there. And you're, you're going to want to make sure that there's no hydro going to that capacitor and then it won't get warm inside the air conditioner where it'll be more attracted to mice. So turn the breaker off, put the cover on, and then in the spring you can take the cover off and turn the breaker back on again. Now, if you have a humidifier, what should we be doing to get it ready for the Well, hopefully, fall? You've, hopefully if you, when you've had your service done on your furnace, they would have changed that and put a new pad in. And so you're ready to go. And then you, because the, you don't necessarily touch the, the valve where the water is and you just have to, sometimes you'll, there'll be a flapper there that you all want to open up. So on the ones that we install, it would say summer, winter, you're going to flip that. So it says winter and all that's going to do is allow air to go past your humidifier and set the dial. And then with your, now we'll start with a one inch filter or a four, five, six inch wide filter. What should we be doing to get ready for the fall for with it? Well, you're going to want to make sure you have some filters on hand, first of all. So if you've got a one-inch filter, you're going to want to make sure you've got four or five of them sitting there uh, because in, as in the winter months, you're probably not as apt to go out and get one if you need one. So you might as well get them now, have them there ready, on, ready to go so that when it's time to change your filter, you can change it quickly. But you're going to want to start with a fresh filter, so pull it out, have a look at it. If it needs changing, please change it. Uh, have a supply there beside you. Um, if it's a four-inch filter, you're going to want to four or five-inch filter. You're going to want to have one of them sitting there beside you, just to have an extra, so you can change it if need be. And what about a HEPA filter? Well, HEPA filter, um, HEPA filters need a maintenance, so they really need an annual maintenance. So there's an annual kit that you would use for a HEPA filtration. So if you haven't done it, it's going to need a. When they're servicing your furnace, you should get them to look at your HEPA and put that annual kit in. The core, the main core of a HEPA really is good for three to five years, depending on the environment. So um, the sticker would have told you when you installed it. So based on that, the tech could look at that core and just see how it's doing as well. Because it's a more expensive filter um, and it just, you can't really see 
how dirty it is, you actually have to pull it out of the machine and have a look at it. And there's a charcoal filter that takes away odors, and then the HEPA filter, and then there can be a VOC canister. There can be, yep, depending center. on the HEPA. If, so if it's just used for filtering particulate, um, you won't have a VOC canister inside, but if, you're, if it's doing more, then it would have one of those canisters inside, and those canisters need to be replaced. Yep. So they're a yearly replacement as well as that charcoal filter yep. on the outside. Yep. And of course, then there's your ventilation system. So your HRV, you're going to want to make sure that it's uh, up and ready to go. So the filters, there, there's filters in it as well as a core that if you haven't cleaned, you're going to need a tech to clean it because they're going to pull it out, wash it up, make sure everything's working properly, make sure the vents are clear inside and out, and uh, just set your, turn that on and make sure it's operating properly as well. Now, um, CO detector and uh, thermostat. So your CO detector, uh, very important that you keep track of those. Uh, doesn't hurt to have one on every floor. In fact, I think you should have one on every floor. Uh, it can't be too safe when it comes to carbon monoxide. So uh, you also, there should have, the day you plugged it in, you probably should have written the date you plugged it in or the date that it was going to expire, which typically is 10 years, but each manufacturer would say what it is on their particular device. So just check it, make sure it's working properly, make sure that there's uh, whatever the test, you should test it on a regular basis and make sure that they're operating properly as well. And your thermostat? Well, your thermostat, if it has batteries, you need to change those batteries. A lot of the thermostats we put in these days don't have batteries. So if you can't find a battery compartment, don't go looking too hard for one. Or don't pry it apart. Don't, don't pry it apart. Um, you, you can just look at that thermostat. You could take a picture and show it to us and we'll tell you, or you could look on it online and see if it needs batteries. But if you've put batteries, the, the screen should tell you, number one, if there's if it needs batteries, because it would if they were getting loads, it would tell you batteries low. But most thermostats today, they are getting away from those. They're looking, they're using more solid state batteries systems that don't need battery changes. Well, and when we'll come back, we'll talk about your favorite, you know, and Annette's favorite, the tankless water heater scenario, if you don't maintain it. And then we'll also talk about a vapor flame sensor, the importance of those. Okay. But the phone lines are open. So after the break, give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. I'm a little bit rusty and I think my head is caving in And I don't know if I've ever been really loved By a hand that's touched me and I feel like something's going no, That's what it's like working for you. Sometimes I feel like my head's just caving in. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I've never heard that song, because I never feel like that. Well, I didn't. So that's Matchbox 20 and that song's named Push. Yeah. So you're saying I'm pushy. No. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) I let the smooth operator, you know, that uh, that was more me than than pushy. But uh, you want to call me pushy, that's fine, Steve. Uh, Just carry on here. Go ahead. Uh, Carry the show then. I did give a lot of thought to my song selection. You did. So the sledgehammer, the (laughs) next one, that's that's kind of. Like getting it hit in the head. And then what's the, the, the out song is? Is you two. One. (laughs) 
What's that? Well, you'll listen to the lyrics, man. <laughs> I'm preparing for a show. Are you? Yeah. I yeah. normally listen to the lyrics in your office. office with it blaring and everybody's, you know, can you turn that down, please? Yes. No. I did this in the quiet confines of my home. Yeah, and you wouldn't give it to me early. I would not. You had to wait till we got downstairs, and you wouldn't even show it to me. I had to wait till you handed it to Matt in the elevator. Yeah. Or yeah, I'll, Matt. Pe- you know, yeah. take a look at it. But anyways. And <laughs> it's a big state secret. It was. Yeah. yeah. And, and I can see why, because I don't know most of these songs. I still think it's smooth operator. No. You know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ask me a question or something. Wa- I don't know. Water heater. What about your water heater? Tankless. What is the importance of maintenance on a tankless? How about we tell people what a tankless is first? You go right ahead. (laughs) This is your show. (laughs) (laughs) So two two types of hot water heating systems in your home. One is what we're very familiar with and have been doing for years, and that's the tank. So the hot water heater, the tank. And it sits downstairs, and its whole purpose is to keep a container of water hot ready for your use, your convenience at any time, Um, which is great. uh, But, you know, someone like Peter, you live at home and you use probably 30 minutes of hot water a day, right? Yep, pretty much. So why would you keep water hot 23 and a half hours when you're not using it? So tankless, people think it's new, it's not new. It's very old, and it's been around forever. It's just new to North America. We've we've been yeah. you know pushing it not to come in, not to come in, not to come in. But well, and tankless, the original tankless were plagued with problems. Well, I wouldn't call them plagued, but they were, well, let's they weren't designed for Canadians. Canadian winters, yes, and so they would go in and out. They you know people weren't happy, but. That has changed. Yes. So now what a tankless hot water heater does is it it just heats water as you use it. So when you turn on the hot water tap, it turns on as well, and it heats the water as you use it. So when you turn the hot water tap off, you turn the water heater off. It's kind of a novel idea, right? Only heat what you use. Their biggest complaint, however, is sometimes they use too much, you waste too much water waiting for your water to get from point A to point B. So... When you turn the hot water tap on, you have to wait it, wait for it to come from the water heater to your tap. And people are thinking, well, I'm wasting water, I'm wasting water. And for the most part, I guess you are. So now they've listened and they've addressed that problem as well. So there's aftermarket products like you put in your house. The Auto Hot. The Auto Hot. Which we had them in speaking about here yep. with us. And then there's another uh, product which the water heater manufacturer decided that they'll deal with it. And they put their own recirculation system in their water heater as well. So we've put a few of those in now. And so what it does is that water heater can be programmed to to run at certain points in time just to keep a short loop hot. So when you turn the hot water tap on at that bathroom, it's going to be hot instantly. So, which is great. So now you're not, you're not wasting any hot water. So the tankless has come a long way. A lot of people thought it's just going to be a passing fad. It's not. It's here to stay. It's going to be pushing the tank technology out as far as I'm concerned. It, people are going to get less and less uh, interested in tank technology and more interested in tankless. And then, so on a tank, we have to do maintenance. We got to, we got to do what we, we call it a flush. 
45 minute flush that just cleans out that heat exchanger. On so the tank less, yes. Better um, transfer the heat over right. to the water. Because as you know, as you heat water, it'll scale. And that heat exchanger, uh, it, it will get scale build up to the point where uh, there's a sensor in there, which, which, you know, everything has to operate properly. So if it's not reading the right parameters, it's going to shut down and it gives you a little bit of a warning before it shuts down. It beeps at you and says, you know, I'm turning off five, four, three, two, one, it's off. So when you're in the shower, that doesn't, that's not very convenient. So if you just save yourself the trouble and have a maintenance done regularly on your tankless water heater, they run perfectly. And on a tank water heater, there isn't that much maintenance. Or if you're going to do maintenance, you have to do it every single year. Yes. Where you drain it and, and flush out the bottom. and Yes. Because uh, you will get sediment on the bottom of that tank. And that's what that sediment faucet is at the bottom of the tank. Uh, they don't put handles on them. So people are confused as so what's this thing for, just to drain it? Well, yes, but... It's also to do a proper maintenance on that water heater. You should be taking a little water off the bottom every year just to take uh, some of that sediment away. But if you haven't done that for a long time, don't open it. Well, no, because then you'll never get it closed yeah. properly. So it's it's a thing you got to do from when it's new or you're not. Now, and the other part of a tank just is the dip tube. So there's a the water coming in. There's a tube which which goes to the very bottom of the tank. That shortens over time. So. That dip tube gets shorter and shorter and shorter until you, you think you're losing capacity of water heater. It just may be that your dip tube is too short. And there's the anode rod in there. And the anode rod is, it's the, um, we call it the sacrificial lamp. So really what it does is it takes all the abuse the water heater, that water does to that tank, the, the anode, rod, uh, anode rod absorbs. So that anode rod eventually would have to be replaced as well. And then... Something new they've added in, now it's been in there a few years, is the vapor flame sensor. So, and, what, and maybe we can say, why did they have to put a vapor flame sensor in? So the flammable vapor sensor is something that the tank, what the tank does is it constantly is searching for flammable vapors in your basement, in its, in its environment. So when you put the water heater in, you turn it on, that sensor's looking for anything that can ignite because when that water heater turns on, there's an open flame. And if you've parked a gas can beside it someplace and there's there's uh, gas fumes there, they have the potential to ignite or a propane tank or whatever may be down there. So what they've done, because obviously there's been problems with that, so they've put these sensors in so that water heater will not fire if it detects anything which is combustible in the environment. And that, and, you know, they did that when we used um, oil-based paints and you would get fumes or people would store gasoline or, you know, and the fumes would come and it would ignite and, and start a fire. Well, so as you know, in our, when, when we were young, we lost a friend to a uh, fire in a basement due to gasoline in a water heater. And yep. that was when we were 10 years old. Yep. So... So now they've put these vapor flame sensors in, but we've had two cases in the last two weeks that we've replaced a water heater. Okay. So now, and they asked us to move it back or move it to the corner or whatever. So now there is a round circle. Oops. They're not going to paint that, are they? They are painting that. And when they paint that, what happens? Well, that flammable vapor sensor is going to think that there's some harmful combustible vapor there and it's going to trip. Unfortunately, when that sensor trips, it's non-resettable. So you can't reset it. It has to be replaced. 
So that's they built that in so that technicians just wouldn't go out and reset, reset, reset. You you when that thing trips, it's realized that there's been a problem and it has to be replaced. So that's going to be um if you're gonna be painting that floor, um that water heater's has to be turned off. And you basically got to take the that uh, flammable vapor sensor outside. Right. So that it doesn't ever... It doesn't sense. detect. Right. Because if it does, it's not. It's going to shut down. You're going to have no hot water. Right. And we see it with kitty litter. We see it with, you know, you can get it with laundry soap if you're using the the powder and you're leaving it open and the fumes are coming off of that. So, and if you're finishing, you know, doing finishing in the basement, whether it's wood or so forth, things like that. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Hence another reason to go to Tankless. It is. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah. So you can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. You like that song. Uh, I I know you like that song, so just you knock it off. <laughs> Sledgehammer. Yep. Some days I feel like I... Peter Gabriel. Yep. Great good, song. Good first name, Peter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. Fall winter is coming. No, it's not. <laughs> the fall's coming and it's it's a great time of year, right? So what do we need, you know, what should we be looking around? Well, you need to make sure you've booked your furnace maintenance. So if it's not done, you better get on the phone because uh, spots book quickly. And and that's that's not just with us. That's with, that's with heating contractors across the city. So if we're not your provider, just pick, you need your stuff looked at. So get on the phone, get it booked, get somebody in and just... It's peace of mind that when you turn the thermostat to heat, you're going to get heat and you're not going to get surprised because as we, as we say, and as we know, there's not enough heating contractors in the city of London to look after the no heats when the first call comes in because it's really cold outside. Now I'm going to test you here. Let's see how good your knowledge is. Okay. When it starts to get a little cool, what do people normally turn on? What do they normally turn on? They've turned on their fireplace. Right. To warm them up or for Thanksgiving or for Christmas. What do they normally never get looked at? Well, they never look at their fireplace. Yeah. So if you're having that furnace tuned up, have the fireplace done at the same time. We have a coupon that says furnace or air, but you can use it on a furnace and fireplace and save $50. Well, because I've I've had some friends, you know, and I've walked into their homes and you can't see the the logs because of the glass is all clouded over and, and mostly because customers just don't know how to do that. So you, because of the fall and Thanksgiving coming, why wouldn't you want your fireplace looking its best? They'll put new embers in the ember tray. They'll clean up the glass. They'll make it looking like it's beautiful again. And so when you turn that on, you go, wow, that's awesome. 
you know, and, and isn't it amazing you can do to something like that that's old? You know, us, nobody, I can't go in and get a tune up to make me look better, <laughs> look new, you know? <laughs> but your fireplace, we can go in and make that look like it was the day it was put in. So. Easy, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> so. But fireplaces are important. We had a family in Woodstock that perished because of their fireplace. Yes, it's a gas appliance. And so. any gas appliance in your home needs to be looked at on, an, on a regular basis. Yep. Can't mess around. No, you can't. And, and again, if you have two fireplaces and you want to get them tuned up, again, because it's two products, you can save $50 for doing the two. But phone in and get those booked. We are really busy. We hired another maintenance technician on uh, yesterday. Yep. So uh, that that's a good sign. We keep growing and adding, which allows us to take more customers. But we, I, I'm not adding 50 and, and so you need to, you know, get your, your date scheduled. And even if it's a month out, at least it's scheduled and ready to go. Right. So the, um, now we have some specials going on out there on, uh, if for people who want to replace their furnace and air. We do. So there's, uh, we, there's a new cap program on through our man, one of the manufacturers we use. So, uh, they offer, uh, incentives to purchase at this point in time of year. So they'll, they usually, they gear it towards replacing both the furnace and air conditioner, but you can get some money back on stuff as well as, um, there's still some government programs, which are still running through union gas. Uh, it's still on. Um, I don't know how long that one's going to be. You know, we have an election coming. So usually things change right after an election. So you just, uh, if there's, no better time like now. We certainly haven't had a price reduction in the 25 years that I've been working for Roy Inch. Um, so, you know, better to do it now, get it done, get it dealt with and, and move on. And get your, you know, duck cleanings are a great time now to it get is. that booked and scheduled and, and get them out to take a, uh, take a look at that. We just, uh, completed a refurbish of our equipment to make sure that everything's but is up to speed. So it's sucking really good right now. Yep, yeah. It's working very well. Yeah. So Jordan be more than happy to come out there and take care of that. Yes. So what's your plans for the rest of today? Are you cutting your grass? Your neighbor's going to be happy. You get finally get your grass cut. No, my grass is cut. Yeah. Everything is looking. When, when did you cut it? Two weeks ago? No, just, just like last weekend and it's still <laughs> looking great. So it's under six inches. It is not. It's it's only, it's the right height. Now it looks are, good. How's your pond? My pond is great, actually. And the yeah. fish are doing fine? Fish are great. Fish are still alive. There's three of them, and they're swimming around quite happy. Uh, no predators. Things are good. What are you going to do with them in the winter? I'm going to leave them in the pond. No, freeze today. No, they don't. It, How deep is your pond? It's uh, three feet at the one end. So, and as long as you keep water running, they survive. So I just, I leave the pump. I, I just poke it up through the middle and leave the pump running and that water doesn't freeze. I put this little canopy over top of my pond. So it's like a little greenhouse and uh, it, they do quite well. What's the name of your fish? I don't name my fish, oh. Peter. <laughs> you don't name, you, you, you put them under a canopy in the cold water I've, and you don't name them. I've learned, you know, because... Fish become victims of predators like raccoons and blue herons. So I've learned not to name them um, because really they, they're really only around for three to four years tops. And then one day you wake up and 
and they're not there anymore because somebody's come in and, and had a snack, had some sushi yeah. on your behalf. Yep. Which it, it it's quite upsetting, but I need I need the I need the fish in there, you know, to keep the mosquito larvae down because if not they would just they would just breed in, in your pond. So yeah. That's good. And you get blue herons. That's quite a sign. That'd be a big bird flying in there. Yeah. Well, you know, blue heron gets hungry. They've got good eyesight. Oh, there's a pond. Down they land and they, they clean you out in seconds. <laughs> and I, I have to transplant some, you know, I'm going to be splitting up some plants because uh, I've got to thin things out and I'm just going to re- be rearranging some things around the house. Now, is there a tree that attracts blue heron? I don't believe so, no. Or no. any plants or anything? No, just fish. Well, Water. I, I'd gladly give you a housewarming gift of one of those plants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a tree that would attract a yes, blue heron. Yeah, you know? is that right? Yeah, okay. just, just to make, you're make gonna, your life enjoyable. Listen, you're putting a water feature in, so are you going to be adding any uh, any fish to that? No, no fish. Oh. No, but it will be a nice waterfall. It will drown the noise of by our bowler road. I see. So I will just hear the water instead of the cars and the motorcycles that All are right. zooming by. So. So it'd be nice. I'll, br- I'll invite you over. You and Annette can come over. We can sit down. We can talk. You watch Supergirl? Uh, no. <laughs> now I did think about putting a TV outside. Did you? you An know, outdoor think, television set. I did set. think about that. I haven't. That, that may be a winter project to investigate that a little farther. I see. But I thought that'd be pretty cool. I could sit out there with the water, watch the curling, you know, be kind of nice. Okay. But Good to know. Yep. So I'll invite you over if that happens. Okay. And then you'll never get me my phone, you know, when you you call me, I will never pick up. That's right. Okay. Well, there's other people within the organization that'll pick up the phone. Yep. We're grooming them. Yes. So that I can enjoy life. <laughs> you heard that, Jeff? <laughs> so. so next week, we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit about thermostats. So the, you know, our Ecobee, iComfort, S30, you know, Honeywell, T6, and all of those, we're going to kind of go through some of the thermostat brands. We're going to talk a little bit about CO detectors, which one um, that we recommend, but we want to make sure everybody, and they're great housewarming gifts or Christmas gifts or things like that. You know, if you don't know what to get somebody, these are a nice thing that Everybody can always use an extra one if they don't have one. Now, thermostat may be different, but a CO detector for sure. Yes. So it's something that we want to make sure every home has. We want to thank uh, all the guys at the shop and the ladies at the shop for all their hard work that they've done. You know, you guys, uh, Steve, I appreciate all your hard work. You got it on tape now. So, <laughs> But uh, I appreciate everything that everybody did. We had quite a busy summer. Everybody worked really hard. Uh, we appreciate that. It's been a little slow to get caught up and hopefully get some family time. And we hopefully will pick up uh, pretty quick here and be going. So I just want to thank everybody. When um, Make sure you check uh, RoyInch.com for all our coupons from our $50 off a of furnace and air tune-up to uh, our Advantage special as low as $149 to our free plumbing service call to our military savings. Uh, make sure you go to the website and check that out. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia at 519-786-2373 
or always at 1-866-EXPERTS or online at RoyInch.com. You can listen to a podcast of this show at RoyInch.com by hitting the inch by inch button on the homepage. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, buy from inch, life's a cinch. We will see you next week. Is it getting better? Do you feel the same? Will it make it easier on you now? You got someone to blame. You're sad. Won't